0: the COVID crisis has been getting more and more dangerous in the last few months. I have written a story on the same topic. It is about a little girl called Remy whose life has changed as the COVID-19 pandemic starts. She finds a way to have fun even in the lockdown. But will it work? now let's get along with the story Remy's pebble collection written by Noor I love to collect pebbles Remy replied when her new class teacher asked about her hobbies Remy was a fourth grade student the most intelligent kind-hearted Happy and creative kid in her class. She could create many designs on pebbles. If you gave Remy any type of pebble, she would make it shiny. Massive pebbles, medium-sized pebbles, very tiny pebbles, all worked for her. One hot June day in Goa, Remy came back from school. She first took off her clothes and put them neatly in the shoe rack. Her favourite time was when she came back from school because she could sit near the window with her grandparents and see all the coconut and palm trees outside. But she loved the river best. She greeted her grandparents and said, good afternoon. Her parents were still at work and would come back in the evening. She washed her hands and took all the dirt off. After that she changed her school uniform and put on a pink dress which looked like what a princess wears with a sash covered with flowers and in the middle of the sash there were the letters Remy printed in blue. Then she excitedly jumped on her grandmother's lap and told her and, grandma and grandpa about her day at school. Remy's grandmother, Rosie, was a short but strong woman who was selfless. Her face was round and wrinkled, and she was in her sixties. She always listened to what Remy said and never interrupted her. She was wearing a tunic with a butterfly button and loose pink pants. Remy's grandfather, Geoffrey, was a bony man with a wrinkled face. He was wearing formal pants and a shirt with a brown tie he had saved since he retired from his job. He always had a big smile on his face whenever you met him and of course he had his biggest smile when Remy came in. Remy stayed with her grandparents for one and a half hours then she decided to go and collect pebbles and make them shiny. She collected them on the river bank near her house. Then she got them home in a basket that had embroidered flowers and poured the pebbles in a bucket in her bathroom. Then she squeezed liquid soap all over the pebbles and rubbed them clean with her hands. She washed them with fresh water and then dried them with a towel. Remy had a very big box of glitter that her grandma had gifted her on her birthday. She opened the box and took out a quarter of glitter and carefully dipped all the pebbles into it. But then she noticed that the glitter was not sticking on the pebbles. So she put little glue to make it stick. Of course, Rumi had many other methods to make pebbles shiny. But this one was her favourite. Meanwhile, Rumi's parents had just come back from work. But since they didn't want to disturb her, they just went and took a bath. Remy lost track of time. It was nearly dinner time when she came out of her room and to her surprise everyone was bathed and they had made tasty dishes for her. Remy's father Nigel came first to greet her. He was wearing a blue sweatshirt and his night suit pajamas. He bought a big steaming bowl of porridge with honey for Remy. Remy's mother Liz was a school principal and she usually wore a sari to school but she had changed into a comfortable green kurta with a champa tree on the front and champa flowers on the back. She loved that kurta. Liz was a little plump and had long curly brown hair that reached her waist. She was carrying a masala dosa with some coconut chutney in a plate made of delicate china. Rumi helped place the food on the table and sat down on a cushioned chair and said, Grandma, Grandpa. Mommy, Daddy, why don't you also sit with me and eat a few bites yourself? Sure, if you want us to, said Rosie, and they began their meal. Remy quickly ate all the masala dosa and one slice of pizza that was left from yesterday's dinner. Then she started on the porridge. And also ate half a bowl of macaroni pasta that she had experimented with her best friend Sonu. He was an intelligent boy. He was Remy's best friend since they were in first grade and now Remy was in fourth grade. So she and Sonu had been friends for about three years. Sonu lived in an enormous bungalow that was near Rimi's house. She was allowed to walk to Sonu's house because it was so close. Rimi was so hungry after school and her pebble adventure that she ate all of those things. As Rimi, her grandparents and parents were sitting near the window They could see all the coconut and palm trees, and especially the beach. They ate and chatted for a while, until it was time for Remy to go to bed. Nigel told her a story about a very brave king who once fought with a dinosaur. Remy loved that story and told Nigel to read it again, but he said, Rimi, it is past your bedtime, dear. I think you should now go back to bed. I promise I will read it again tomorrow. Okay, Daddy, said Remy sleepily. Good night. The next day, when Rimi was walking to the park, she saw a massive billboard which looked like it had some important information. So she read it out loud. It said in big bold letters, COVID-19 has started. Wear a mask and please don't go to crowded places. Remy did not know what it meant. So she decided to ask her clever friend, Sonu, who almost always knew the answers to her questions. He replied that on the billboard they were talking about a bad virus that had started from China and had symptoms like fever, cough and cold. Remy did not like the sound of it. Soon after that, Remy's parents said she was not allowed to go out of her house because she could catch the virus and then she would have to suffer a lot and go to hospital. Rumi was sad. She was very sad. She was very, very sad. The worst thing was that she could not go to the riverbank to collect pebbles. Rumi's mother had asked some dance teachers nearby Teach Remy how to learn, Odissi dance, Bharatnatyam, Kathak, and ballet. Each class was for thirty minutes, and it tired her out because the classes started at noon and ended in the afternoon at around four forty-five p.m. Remy could not focus on the dance classes. She used to think about pebbles. All the time. The worst thing was that she had to do the classes on the computer so then also she could not go out to take the classes. One day while Remy was cleaning her room she found an old box in her cupboard on which was written robot. When she asked her grandfather Geoffrey, he said, it belonged to him when he was a little boy. Suddenly, Remy had an idea and said to Geoffrey, Grandpa, we can use the robot to collect pebbles, even in the coronavirus pandemic, because the robot will not catch the virus. Marvelous idea, Remy, cried Geoffrey, We shall do it. Remy asked him how it worked. Luckily, Geoffrey remembered. But when Remy opened the big box, there was no robot. Just some dusty pieces of the old robot's body and head. What? Remy cried. There is no robot here. So what do we do now? She asked. Oh, said Geoffrey, it must have broken in all those years. Isn't there a way to fix it? Asked Remy. But before Remy could say anything else, there was a sound of snoring. Geoffrey had dozed off. Remy returned to her room and was about to go to sleep herself when she suddenly got another idea. To recreate the robot she could ask an engineer and she knew that her mother had a friend who was an engineer. His name was Jonathan and he worked with robots. Another electronics. Of course in the coronavirus pandemic she could not go to Jonathan's house to ask him. So she prepared a Zoom meeting with him. In the Zoom meeting, Rumi and Jonathan decided how the robot could be fixed. Jonathan directed Rumi on how to fix the robot with tools that father used to operate his patients. As Nigel was a doctor, he had lots of doctor tools. They could be tools in any shape or size like them. All that Jonathan said, Remy wrote down on a scrap of paper. And after a long discussion both of them were able to figure out how to fix the robot after the zoom meeting ended Remy had all the steps of how to make the robot and she also had the list of doctor tools and any shape that would be used in the robot Remy opened the old box in which the robot was kept and cleaned all the dust from the leftover parts of the robot's body and head. Nigel's doctor tools were in different shapes and sizes luckily. Remy fixed the robot and put away all the leftover parts that were not in use. She fixed them in appropriate places. Then she used her battery that she had taken out of her electric keyboard to make it work. Finally it was done. Remy also named the robot Willy. When Remy put him on the table, he said in a beepy tone, Dearest Remy, I'm very proud of you. Because you have finally been able to recreate me. Your grandfather was also able to do it, but not so nicely. Wow, you really talk, and you're so polite, said Rumi. Can you please collect pebbles for me from the roof bank? Sure, I would love to, said Willie. You're the best, said Rumi, and it was settled. Rumi brought Willie downstairs in a doll's blanket, and Willie went by himself to the river bank and went far off into the open area. He came back with a handful of mud and garbage. Look screamed Rumi, these are not pebbles. This is garbage and mud. Suddenly, Remy understood that she had done something wrong in the robot. So she went to her room and opened up the whole robot and checked the list of Dr. tool parts and paper cutout parts that should be in the robot. When she checked, she noticed that one of the parts was missing. It was the most important part used in the robot which helped me to hear the instructions carefully the part looks like an ear and a brain joined together Rumi added the part in the robot to try and make it collect pebbles she had one big problem In Nigel's doctor tools there was no shape like that and she could not even cut out the shape with paper because it was very very detailed so after much thought Remy decided to try and glue all the doctor tools that were left and were not in use in any other parts and try to make the missing part and it worked it made the correct shape That was needed. She joined the other parts of the robot and it was ready. Rain brought him to the door of the house and opened it, and then left Willie to collect pebbles on the river bank. This time, when Willie came back, he was carrying a handful of glorious pebbles. Good job, cried Rumi. This time you have done it correctly. The correction I did is working nicely. She brought Willie to the living room of her house. And to her enormous surprise, all her family and friends, including Sonu, were there, sitting on the sofa, waiting for her. Hello everyone, she said. And then she went and whispered in Jeffrey's ear, Grandpa, I have some good news. I have been able to recreate the robot that belonged to you when you were a little boy and I have named it Willy. I want to have a little party to celebrate. Wow, good job, Remy, said Geoffrey, amazed. How about we have a party now? Well, we'll do some social distancing and wear our masks. Then I don't think there's any need to worry. As this was just the starting of the COVID-19 pandemic, it wasn't so dangerous as before. And Sonu, as he lived nearby, was able to come and visit her. Geoffrey continued. He said in a high voice, Ladies and gentlemen, Remy has recreated a robot which used to be mine. When I was a little boy, it was broken in all these years. But Remy has been able to create it again. And she says she wants to do a party. Do you agree, everyone? Yeah, everyone shouted. I'm also glad Sonu has come to celebrate. Well, Sonu only came to meet you. But since his mother said... He can stay till evening. Of course he can join the celebration, said Rosie. Yay, shouted Remy, as she placed all the pebbles that Willie had collected on the centre table. As the celebration began, there were balloons and gifts, foods and drinks, and everyone was happy. Willie especially he was as happy as can be standing on the kitchen table and kept jumping up and down. Everyone congratulated Remy and asked her again and again how she managed to make the robot so successfully and Remy just said I use my imagination. Then Liz suddenly said Remy I spoke to Jonathan last night, and he said he helped you to recreate the robot. So why don't you ask Jonathan to come and join the celebration? After all, he also lives nearby. Oh, I almost forgot about that, said Remy in an alarmed voice. I will call him right now. And so she did. And so, Jonathan also came. All the adults and kids wanted to know about electronics and Jonathan was the right person to ask. At last, the party was over. Jonathan and Sonu returned to their houses and Remy sat beside Nigel to listen to the story about a very brave king who once fought with the dinosaur. And after that, they read novel after novel and poem after poem for the whole night. See, there's always a way to make sad things happy. The end. And I hope you enjoyed the charming story about Rumi. And please subscribe. So we can keep sharing these stories with you. And for now, from me, new goodbye and stay safe, please. <coughs>